0: And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back as we continue in this series on controlling inner voices. And I was on a roll yesterday in discussing the inner workings of your mind and how we wire and create neural networks and pathways and why that's kind of the root behind how we got ourselves into the situation that we're in, whether we're suffering from PTSD or depression or uh panic attacks or nightmares or whatever it might be and there's just a multitude of uh, symptoms that can result from a brain that's been wired in uh, bad cases of trauma and and what it does is it creates triggers in the mind and it can literally change the cellular structure of your mind but it, but it all begins with uh you know just a beginning of, or an onset of bad thinking patterns all right and the more that we amplify those patterns in other words the more that we mull it, mull it over in our heads get fearful about it and allow the chemistry that's released the the ser- the ox- I'm sorry the um, the cortisol and the adrenaline which is the fight or flight neurochemicals begin to bathe uh, your brain in those in that whole experience and really create and set ourselves up for repeated actions uh, in the same trauma again and again and again. In other words, we can cause ourselves to go back and relive that experience as if it's happening all over to us again and again and again and again. And these feelings then are amplified by the neurochemicals, and the neurochemicals amplify the feelings, and it becomes this vicious cycle that we can't seem to get out of without some help, okay? And so it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means that this happened to you, whatever it was that happened, and maybe it was a series of events that have happened to you over time where you weren't given the opportunity or you just didn't process it correctly in coming out of it quick enough. And so now it's become... Uh, a sort of um, a superpower I suppose in your head either to the negative or the positive depending on which direction you took um, obviously uh, but, but again I don't want you to lose hope because you can change this a little over time obviously it's not you're not going to change it overnight you didn't get into it overnight but you can reverse it doing some of the same patterns only towards a positive direction so this is where I like to help clients to come up with a very clear thought process that they want to follow, so like a blueprint for their life that they want to see happen, okay? Once that blueprint is created, just like building a house, over time that house can be completed just exactly as the blueprint looks. Well, over time you can create that blueprint in your mind, and your heart. Now, obviously the body is a more complex thing than a house, okay? So I understand that there may be some things that take longer than others and some things that seem like they never want to uproot, But you can make progress, and that's the whole point of this. When we are in trauma, we affect the hippocampus, which is the memory part of your brain that stores and retrieves memories. It also helps you recognize between past and present. But the hippocampus can actually begin to shrink if we stay in that thought pattern too long. Okay, And, And it has a significant role in the limbic system, which is responsible for emotions and memory. Uh, so, so things like PTSD or deep depression um, begin as they start to shrink the hippocampus. And, and of course, this is uh, according to the National Institute for Clinical Application of Behavioral Medicine. Um, uh, and those with P- PTSD tend to have a smaller hippocampus from those they've studied. So that's a very interesting fact right there. Um, so when affected by trauma that person's hippocampus affects their ability to to, uh, remember traumatic memories and differentiate them between now and past, okay? So there's a distinct physical change. Now, can we, again, can we heal that hippocampus? Can we reverse that thing? Yes, but again, it takes time and energy and effort. And one of the things that I like to tell people that are working on this is to create a system in place that will help you as soon as you start to feel that memory coming back, you know how you get that rise inside of you, where it starts to come up uh, from your stomach, you know, your belly up into your neck, and then it just feels like it's going to just make you explode or go into a panic attack or freak out or give up or get very angry or, or whatever emotions you tend to uh, defer to. Uh, it's at that it's before it gets to that point that we want to become very self-aware, and that's why I love emotional intelligence so much. So we create opportunities for us to reframe in those situations and so we we want to i want i always tell people put index cards everywhere with quotes and words about who you want to become or who you believe you are um you know one of the things i like to say is to write i am enough but you know some people use scriptures some people use quotes but also listening to the right things feeding your mind over and over and over with the right thoughts the right thought distracting yourself not letting your mind run rogue is the key here and at first that can be extremely difficult, but over time, if you keep, if you stay diligent with it long enough, then it, it begins to, to start to catch on, and you start to be able to move forward a little bit, and then maybe you'll slip back a little, and then you'll go forward a little bit more, and then you might slip back a bit, and that's okay, don't beat yourself up, don't ever beat yourself up, but keep pushing forward, alright, so... Uh, the more tools that you can provide, the more systems you put in place in your life, the, the easier this becomes over time. Not at first, probably, but at, at, in time, it starts to, to begin to be less of a toll in terms of dominating your thoughts in your brain. Now, the amygdala is also the emotional center of your brain, and it, too, is affected uh, by trauma. And, and that's the set, uh, uh, area that uh, can become almost hypersensitive, and, and so you're almost like on the edge of your seat, you know, ready to attack the next potential danger. Whether that danger makes sense or not, it makes sense to you because of the traumatic um, patterns you created in your mind. I hope this is all making sense to you, okay? Uh, you, you're you more than welcome to write me. I've had a lot of people write me lately, and, and I appreciate that, and I'm happy to answer. Uh, one thing I would say, I've had a lot of people write nice things. I'd love for you to put that on a public review and make this this podcast grow a bit more so consider that but anyway back to this so a person with ptsd experiences triggers and it might be a you know maybe a, a specific song or a, a location or a type of of um uh, you know, physical appearance or something could be a number of things that will trigger them over and over and immediately the amygdala then kicks in and it feels like you can't control it right, well, we again have run way over i have more to say i will come back tomorrow we'll continue to discuss this I also want to get into the neurochemicals a bit more and help you understand more about that. Um, But offering more tricks, more tips, more tools to help you come out of uh, the the brain patterns that you're in. Michelle Stofffest, Reframe and Rewire. Thank you for joining.